1: Because we're already doing it, all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com insights.
2: A fiery horse with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty, high of silver, the Lone Ranger. <laughs> From out of the past and the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver, the Lone Ranger rides again. Lone Silver! Let's go, Big South! Lone Silver! Come on. Tonto had remained in camp, and the Lone Ranger went to visit his friend, the Padre, on a small mission. When the masked man returned to camp, he rode hard. Toto knew that something unusual had happened. Oh, Silver, hold oh, boy, who oh, now? Oh. What's the
1: Matter, it's a Big fella. <coughs> Toto, Padre has given us an assignment. Oh, what that? You remember a man named Tyler who was doing missionary work among the Indians? Ah. Him once plenty bad fella. Yes, that's right. He was sent to prison for life. Me never know how he get out of jail. The Padre told me all about him. While he was in jail, he became a changed man. He pleaded for a chance to spend the last years of his life doing good. law let him out of jail? Congressman Hargraves believed in Tyler. He was instrumental in getting Tyler released. That some time ago? Yes, three years ago. Since then, Tyler has justified the congressman's faith. He's done fine work. Mm, That's good. Uh, what Padres say about him? A few days ago, the Padre received a letter for Tyler. It was written on the congressman's stationery, so he rode to the Indian village to deliver it. He found Tyler seriously ill... Dying. Oh, him die? Yes, Toto. But before he died, he read the letter. He asked the Padre to do as he thought best. Mm, what letter say? know it's a very strange letter. The Padre gave it to me here. I'll show you. Now, listen to this. If you want to repay John Hargraves, come to his home at once and bring your guns. That all? That's all. Letter isn't even signed. Oh, uh, what we do? Hargraves must be desperately in need of help to write a letter like this you know where to find him? Oh, I thought he was in Washington. But this letter was mailed from Stony Creek. Stony Creek? That's where his home is. Uh, how soon we start? If we break camp right away, we can be in Stony Creek by sunset tomorrow.
2: Abby, the congressman's 24-year-old daughter, took complete charge of the huge Hargraves' home when her father was in the nation's capital. She took charge not only of the house and servants but also of her brother, who was just two years her junior. From the time Abby and David had been children, their favorite spot was a wooded glade not far from the house. Sunset found the brother and sister seated in a grassy carpet at the edge of a swift-running brook.
3: Now, my co-mates and brothers in exile, hath not old custom made this life more sweet than that of painted pomp? Are not these woods more free from peril than the envious court?
1: Stop it, Abby. Stop it!
3: David... Stop
1: quoting that scene!
3: Remember when we were kids and used to make believe that this was the forest uh, of Arden?
1: Remember? How can I forget?
3: I was the Duke in As You Like It. Here feel we but the penalty of Adam, the season's difference. Don't
1: remind me of those happy days. Gone, gone forever.
3: Perhaps not, David. Oh,
1: no, don't try to be optimistic. I've thought things over from every angle. There's no possible solution. I've got to leave here before Dad comes home from Washington. There's no other way. You might
3: be wrong, David. No.
1: I know Harvey Greer. You know him too, Abby. He always gets what he wants one way or another. He's got my back against the wall. David.
3: Remember when you were 12? You thought your world had ended because you had a broken leg? (laughs) You sat in a chair right under that tree. I remember. And I read to you. Do you remember what I read? Sweet are the uses of adversity. Adversity. Which, like the toad ugly and venomous, wears yet a precious jewel in his head.
1: A broken leg was nothing compared to the hopeless jam I'm in now.
3: This was our favorite passage, Dave. And this our life, exempt from public haunt.
1: Finds tongues and trees, (gasps) books in the running brooks,
3: sermons and stones...
1: And good in everything.
3: Who are you? Mask. Where did you come from?
1: I think this mask frightened your houseman. But he but told who? me that the congressman was in Washington. He said that I'd find you here.
3: But, but I. The I padre
1: don't... in a little mission gave me a letter. You have it here.
3: You have.
1: I thought the congressman wrote it.
3: I wrote that letter.
1: You. What letter? What's he talking about?
3: You're younger than I thought,
1: Miss Hargraves. You I'm did not...
3: bring your guns.
1: Yes, Abby. What in the Do world? Do be he... quiet,
3: David. This man is here to help us.
1: The padre said Wait. that Wait.
3: You... Wait until you hear about Dave's terrible predicament. It's a shameful thing that Harvey Greer's done.
1: Who is Harvey Greer? Abby, I don't see Please, why David.
3: You... Harvey Greer owns the gambling palace in Stony Creek. He wants an official position in Washington. He does? Yes. And he knows that father's in Congress and can recommend him for a position.
1: What did uh, Greer do?
3: He sent word that he wanted to see my brother on important business. He asked David to call at the gambling palace in the afternoon when there were no patrons around.
1: Abby, it's none of this stranger's business. I uh, want to hear about it, Dave. (sighs) You can't help me. Did you go to Greer's place when there were no customers on hand?
3: Yes, he did. And one of Greer's men started a fight with him.
1: Oh, I see. Abby, this man's not interested But I am interested. What happened after the fight began? Oh, it became a regular free-for-all. Everyone was fighting. You said there were no customers on hand. There weren't. Then Greer's employees must have been fighting one another. I, I guess they were. I was confused. Suddenly there was a gunshot. The fighting stopped. Then I saw that Lefty Martin lay on the floor. Lefty Martin. He's the one who started the fight. Did uh, Greer frame you for the murder? Oh, how did you know? Tell me the rest, Dave. You saw Lefty on the floor. What happened after that? Well, everyone stood around. Everyone seemed to be talking at once. Then I heard someone shout my name.
2: It was Dave Hargraves. Hargraves started the fight with Lefty. Everyone looked
1: at me. I I was so flabbergasted by that accusation that I couldn't speak. Then Harvey Greer came in and hurried toward us. What's going on? What was that shot? Lefty shot. Look at Lefty Martin. Hargraves did it. Don't stand around like a lot of statues. Hank, you and Joe take Lefty to the private room. See what you can do for him. Yeah, take his feet, Joe. The rest of you forget about this. Get to your jobs. I didn't shoot him, Mr. Greer. I didn't even have a gun. It's an unfortunate affair. Mr. Greer. Hey, boss, just a minute. Speak up, Hank. What is it? It's about Lefty Martin. He's dead. (sighs) Dead? Yeah. What do we do about it, Mr. Greer? Keep it quiet for the time being, Hank. Wait until you hear from me. Mr. Hargraves and I are about to discuss the situation. I had nothing to do with it. Step into the office, Hargraves. (sighs) No. Now, see here, Greer. Please, uh, please sit down. Why did you ask me to come here? You've been telling people that my roulette wheels are fixed. That my dealers are crooked. That's the truth. I intended to advise you to be prepared to prove those charges. Or keep your mouth shut. However, the shooting of Lefty Martin changes the situation. I didn't shoot Lefty Martin. Whether or not you actually shot him isn't important. My men stick together, Hargraves. Every one of them will place the blame on you. Why, they... they can't do that. Oh, yes, They can. As a matter of fact, their evidence will hang you. I, I, I can't believe it. An, an innocent man can't be convicted. I, you do believe it, Hargraves. You know you do. Someone has to take the blame. Well, it didn't take Greer long to show me how I could be framed and convicted of murder. I suppose I should have suspected something, but I, I was confused. And Greer was a convincing talker. He seemed friendly, sympathetic, in fact. You reminded me of Dad's position in Congress, of the disgrace that I'd bring on him. Of course, Hargraves, if you disgrace the name, your father would have to leave Congress. There must be something I can do, Mr. Greer. I've always admired your father. I'd like to help you. Then turn the real murder over to the law. I would. But you see, my men stick together. Now there's only one way out. What is it? We'll have to give the man who really shot Lefty money enough to go to Mexico. If the boys know he's safely over the border... He'll tell the truth. How much money? Hmm, take about $5,000. Uh, five 5000 I haven't that much. I, I haven't anywhere near that much. You will have. Someday. When father dies, but. Dave, I'll tell you what I'll do. For your father's sake, I'll loan you the money and take your IOU. I was a blind, stupid fool. I should have known better. But at the time, I couldn't think straight. He can claim that I gambled for heavy stakes and lost. The IOU will prove it. How can I deny it?
3: Father will be home from Washington in a few days. Greer will show him the IOU. And if Father doesn't give Greer a political appointment, that, that beast will disgrace the whole family.
1: Thanks for confiding in me, Dave.
3: Now you know why I sent for you, Mr. Tyler. You can handle guns. If you'd go to Harvey Greer and hold a gun uh, on him. Miss he Abby.
1: Might... Uh, Miss Abby. I tried to tell you I'm not Tyler. What? Oh. Who are you? Tyler died a few days ago. If you think you could come Tell me, Dave. I came in place of the man your father befriended. And I'm going to call on Harvey Greer.
0: Oh, Oh, Silverho. Easy Scott. Oh, Celticola.
1: Oh. Plenty dark here. Yes, Toto. (coughs) City. There's the rear of the gambling palace. Ah. You go in back way. I'm going to try to get into Greer's office. Keep watch. Be ready for a fast getaway. Say, Mr. Greer. I'm going to my office, Hank. Yeah, but just a minute. There's another man complaining about the roulette wheel. He says it's fixed. He can't prove it. Tell him to leave if he doesn't like our tables. If he gets noisy, throw him out. Yes, sir. they can't lose, they shouldn't come in here. I'm sick and tired of poor losers. Hello, Uh, Grave. What? Mask. (laughs) Don't be a fool. Lower that gun. I don't intend to be a fool. If this is an attempt at robbery... Not exactly. I'm here for just one thing. It's an IOU that you've no right to hold. Oh. (laughs) I rather expected this sort of move. Then you know what I want. Hargrave sent you. Where's the paper he signed? (laughs) Of all the stupid hopeless attempts... (laughs) Where's the paper he signed? Do you think I'll hand it over to you after all the trouble I had getting it? You'll hand it over, or I'll help myself. Oh, indeed. And where will you find it? Do you think it's in that safe? You may be wrong. It might be locked in one of the drawers of this desk. Possibly. It might be concealed beneath the floor or buried outside. It might be in a secret hole in the wall. <laughs> Do you think I've taken no precautions against gunmen?
2: Greer. Listen
1: to me. At this moment, you're covered by three guns held by men behind these walls. Just look closely and you'll see the holes. Boys, is he covered? You bet he is. I got that drop on him. Oh. I only have to signal. You'll be a dead man. I underestimated you. A dangerous error. I'll watch closely. You might be able to see the bullets coming. You might even dodge one of them, but you can't dodge three. Three.
2: To continue our story, Harvey Greer knew that three guns were held on the Lone Ranger. He leered confidently. He didn't know that Tonto was just outside the office, taking careful aim at the large oil lamp that hung from the ceiling. Greer said, "A condemned man is generally given the chance to say a last word. Have you anything to say?" Hey, what? Get
1: him! Shoot him! Can't see seal! I'll return, Greer. There he is! Near the window! Shoot you fool! Shoot him! There he is! The door! After him, get after him, you hear? Come on, we'll get him. There he goes.
0: One, two, left.
1: Otto, you're up against a smart man. Ah, uh, Greer, fellow, plenty smart. Before we can do anything, we've got to learn where Greer is hidden Dave Hargraves, IOU. Ah. Uh. Not only that, we've got to find a way to get it out of the gambling palace. Greer has guards all over the place. They're stationed at portholes in the walls. Me, no. Kimosabe, I've got to get inside that place. I've got to be there long enough to learn Greer's secrets. How you do that? I'm going to work for Harvey Greer. Work? You work there? Him shoot you on sight. I'll have to disguise myself. Him smart. Him see-through disguise. I've got to work out a disguise. It will stand any test that Greer makes. Tomorrow I'm going to apply to Greer for work.
2: following evening, Hank stood near the bar of the gambling palace and eyed the stooped man, who shuffled listlessly as he moved from table to table, collecting empty glasses. What's the matter, Hank, something wrong? Oh, Mr. Greer. I've been watching Limpy. Who? That's what we
1: call the new man, Limpy. The one I hired today? Yeah. What about him? He don't seem nowhere near as feeble as he makes out, nor as old. Oh, why do you say that? If you watch him real close you can see some sizable muscles under that old shirt (laughs) he hasn't got spunk enough to swat a fly i make pretty sure of a man before i hire him i uh i don't want too much of a man around here here he comes with a tray of empty glasses i'll test him hey you he means you limpy yes sir what is it you want sir i want my employees neat you understand? Oh, yes, sir. I told you that. I, yes, Mr. Gray. Despite what I have told you, your face is dirty. But, Mr. Gray... Don't argue with me. I... No, sir. Uh, give me that glass of beer, Hank. Yeah, here you are, boss. Maybe this will teach you to keep your face clean. (laughs) Right in the face. Look out, you'll drop that tray. Oh, Uh, I'm So so look what you've done. You've dropped a tray full of glasses. I'm sorry. You threw that beer in my face. Are you trying to put the blame on me? No, no, Mr. Greer. I Argue with me, huh? I'll show you. Here's another. Let that be a lesson to you. I'll pick up those broken glasses. The cost of them will come out of your pay. Yes, Mr. Greer. No more spunk than a tinned oyster. (laughs) Well, I guess I was wrong, huh, Mr. Graham? Come on, Hank, we'll check up on the games.
2: Though Hank's suspicions were lulled by Limpy's cowering manner, those suspicions have been well-founded. The muscles beneath the nondescript shirt were muscles of steel. They were the muscles of the Lone Ranger. As he bent picking up the broken glass with all the appearance of abject humility, the Lone Ranger seethed inwardly with righteous anger. He had to keep telling himself. Mustn't let them know. I've got to see it through. I've got to see it through. In the days and nights that followed, one indignity after another was heaped on the man called Limpy.
1: Hey, Limpy, you've been working hard. How about a nice cool drink, huh? uh, No, thank you, sir. Mr. Greer doesn't like for me to drink on the job Oh, I didn't mean for you to drink it I meant for you to have it down the neck like this (laughs) I've got to see it through I've got to see it through
0: Hey, what's this?
1: I've got this coin almost red hot Oh, Limpy Customer left this silver dollar on the plate for you. Oh, yeah, thank you. I'll S- pay for the glasses you broke. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hot money, eh, Limpy? <laughs> don't you want it? You want it?
0: <laughs> well, I've got to see it through. I've got to stay here and get the facts.
1: But another broken glass. It wasn't my fault, Mr. Greer. No. <laughs> that. That'll teach you to be more careful. Uh. What are you doing under that roulette table? Oh, Hank, I just dropped a coin. It rolled under... That'll teach you not to drop coins. And that'll remind you to call me mister.
2: Ever watchful, the Lone Ranger suffered untold bullying without resistance. Meanwhile, Abby and her brother waited as the days slipped by without further word from the masked man that they'd seen but once. A week went by. Abby was in her favorite spot, the woodland glen near the stream where David arrived from town.
1: Abby, Abby, this is the end. David, what do you mean? Look, there was a letter from Father waiting for me in town. He arrives on tomorrow's stage.
3: Oh, he does?
1: Harvey Greer will get to him before he's in town five minutes. Oh, dear. Father will resign from Congress before he'll do what Greer wants. I know he will. And if I'm exposed as a gambler, he'll resign. You know how straight-laced he is. Dave,
3: perhaps that mask. man That can...
1: mask man... Uh, don't
3: say that. He might do something. I
1: heard about him. He called on Greer. Greer laughed at him. Oh. That masked man was lucky to escape with his life. He's ashamed to come back and tell how he failed. We've heard the last of him.
3: I. I was so sure he would help us. I. I had so much confidence in him.
1: There's only one thing to do. What's that? I've got to have a showdown with Greer. I'm going there with a gun. Oh,
3: no, no, David. That'd be suicide. I've got to do it. He's always surrounded by guards.
1: It's Greer or me, Abby. In either case, Father won't have to sacrifice his career for my sake.
3: If Greer doesn't kill you... I'll get him. And be charged with murder. How will that help, Father?
1: Don't think about that, Abby.
3: David, you've no intent to get Greer. You're simply letting yourself be killed.
1: Abby, I've thought it all out. Please believe me, there's no other way. Oh,
3: no, no, David. Let go, Abby. Oh.
1: I want to write a couple of letters before I go to town.
3: Oh, David, if you're killed... Let go of me, Abby. Oh. Oh, David, look. What? What? Here comes that Indian, remember him? Indian? The one who came here with that masked man, remember? They rode away together. The masked man called him Tato. That's right. Maybe the masked man hasn't given up.
1: Oh, Scott, ho, on a ho. Tato. ho, ho. Uh, maybe big things happened tonight. What do you mean? Me come here, get things hidden, hollow tree.
3: The hollow tree? But,
1: what do you mean? The masked man meet Tonto here last week. Leave clothes and hollow a tree. Here, here hat.
3: The white hat. That's the one he wore. Uh, and that's
1: the th- shirt the masked man wore. That right. Here, mask, too. But,
3: where is the mask uh,
1: Him spend all week in town. Him learn plenty in gambling place. You meet him here tonight when moon rises. Then he didn't go uh, Here, gun belt. Uh, now me go. We thought he'd given up. Uh, you, you know. wrong. Lone Ranger never give up. What? what?
3: The Lone Ranger? Great
1: day. Is he the Lone Ranger? Uh, get him up, scout. <laughs>
2: early evening, found a good crowd in Greer's gambling palace. Standing with his back against the bar, Greer sneered contemptuously as the man he called Limpy said, The, the job's too strenuous for me, Mr. Greer. I I hope you don't mind my leaving
1: you. <laughs> Go on and leave. Who's stopping you? I, I've got some pay coming. Haven't I? Oh, yeah, yeah. After deducting for the glasses you've broken, you've got four bits. Here it is. Pick it up. Thanks, Mr. Greer. Oh, I uh, I stepped on your fingers. I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs> Goodbye, Mr.
1: Greer. Goodbye. I say good
0: riddance.
2: <laughs> A humble figure shuffled across the floor while Greer and his men laughed. The doors of the palace opened, then closed behind the man called Limpy. The first few steps on the boardwalk that ran through the town were shuffling steps. Then they became more firm. The strides were longer, more purposeful. The man's back straightened. His head lifted. Humility fell from him like a cloak. It was no longer Limpy who walked through the darkness. It was a strong man with a mission. A man who halted when he reached an Indian who held two horses.
1: Did you bring everything, Tuttle? He got him. Here, your shirt. Good. I've learned where Greer has it. I owe you concealed. Not plenty good. How we get it. Greer has ten armed men in that palace. You think we beat them all? Uh, we'll need help. Uh, where we get help? Uh, we'll have help. I learned about Greer's crooked roulette tables. The hat, please. Ah, uh, uh, here. Here, hat. Thanks, the mask? He put mask in place. <coughs> you take gun belt. Right. <coughs> there. It's good to get my shoulders straight again. This has been the hardest week I've ever known. Uh, uh, now are we ready? Yes. Uh, one thing more. What is it, Kimosabe? He tell girl and tell her to be in woods when moonrise. I hope we'll be there to meet them steady, big fella. <coughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Mr. Greer, we're getting a lot of complaints on the roulette game. Yeah? Lefty's robbing the people mighty bad tonight. Heavy losers are suspicious, huh? Yeah. yeah. Tell Lefty to take it easy for a while. What the? Hey, that mask man again. I'm not here to rob anyone. You've already been robbed. Get him. Yeah, I'll... Oh! Watch it. These games are crooked. Turn that roulette table over and you'll see.
0: Turn
2: it over! Stop that! Boys, come in
0: here! Hey, that game's crooked! with
2: hey! oh, the, General General was the of proof of that fire. Greer's we're games were crooked. Angry men exploded into violent action. Get oh, him! This way, hey, Toto. All guards plenty busy now. In here.
1: see oh, keeps the IOU in this drawer. I'll smash the lock.
0: Oh, hey, there.
1: Here we are. This is what we're after. I saw you coming here. You started this. Here I hope for this chance. This is from Limpy. Uh,
0: oh, oh.
1: You'd better burn that I owe you, Dave. I certainly shall. I, I don't know how to thank you.
3: Well, I do. There.
1: Oh, Miss Abby. I... <laughs> Not many people get a kiss from Abby.
3: Can't you stay until Father arrives?
1: No, Miss Abby. We must go. Father could get you a splendid position in Washington. Can't you stay to meet him? Well, that life isn't for Toto and me. Adios. But wait. Yes?
3: Why isn't a Washington Post for you?
1: I'm sure you can understand, Miss Abby. See, our life is... Our life is exempt from public haunts.
3: Tongues in trees, books in the running brooks, sermons in stones, and good in everything.